Welcome to Fierce and Beyond Flames, the podcast, with your host, Eleanor Hastings. I'm a claircognizant energy healer, empowerment astrologer, and language teacher living and working in London. Fierce and Beyond Flames is a podcast created to both invite and inspire honest conversation and to bring to light topics that I don't believe are being spoken about enough. Topics that will be discussed include an amazing mix of psychology, astrology, sociology, and of course, spirituality. I have so many ideas and so many guests lined up, and for this reason, I cannot thank you enough for being with me here on this journey. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Fearsome Beyond Flames with your host, Eleanor Hastings. So today we have a wonderful guest on, um, and I'm very happy to say that I'm in a different country. I'm recording in Madeira, obviously a Portuguese island. Um, I'm here with my boyfriend and his family, just spending maybe like a week and a bit here. Um, Just before I introduce our guest, I do want to kind of just say that maybe this audio is probably worse than the others, simply because we are in my boyfriend's family's house and it's a very big house with just tiles everywhere, no carpet, no insulation, no nothing. So um, yeah, literally noise echoes everywhere. So I'm gonna try and sort that out. I mean, you can probably even hear my boyfriend's dad downstairs talking with the neighbors, like just the noise echoes in this house. So with that said, I am going to try and try and change or fix the audio. Um, but yeah, um, with that said, let me get into introducing our guest. Her name is Mel Howard Dobson. Um, I came across her and her page and her work through a Facebook group um, regarding Madeira and conscious and spiritual work in Madeira. And um, I kind of put out a notice saying that, like, I'm here, I want to record with other people and I want to collaborate with other people. Um, and yeah, she messaged me and I'm so grateful that, that she has. So Mel Howard-Dobson is the creatrix of Rebirth and Rise Coaching and Breathwork here in Madeira. Um, she speaks as a self-esteem and embodiment coach and she also serves as a self-love catalyst and self-love is one of the topics that we are going to be talking about and discussing in depth in this in this uh, podcast episode which I'm really excited about. Um, Mel helps many women move um, move through and move beyond the inner tyrant that talks and impresses themselves from speaking or living their, their truth and she guides women to experience deep-hearted based trust that leads to more flow and ease and lightheartedness um, in their lives so that they can reclaim their feminine wisdom um, as their power and not their enemy. So yeah, I hope and I pray that you enjoy this podcast and there will be many more to to come like this. Hopefully I can record a few more here in Madeira with various other people um, that I've I've been talking to. So yeah, do enjoy the podcast and let me know what you think. I've already described kind of briefly the work that you do, but in more detail as well, how would you describe 
the work that you do and the importance of your work as well. Yeah, sure. Ah, wow. So the work that I do now has come out of um, a developmental adventure that I've been on. Um, (laughs) As I'm sure we all have. (laughs) (laughs) For many years now. Um, but I will say that it, it's interesting because this links in beautifully to the women that I want to really speak to from my heart to them mm. um, around when we as, as children, as the beautiful little girls that we are, that we have still with us so dearly, um, or maybe they've been forgotten here mm-hmm. and there. There is an incredible way that I find our souls can um, create and bring us to places, whether we are aware of it or not, through our yes and our no's and the way we've been brought up. And for me, where I am now is because of the way that I made stories and made meaning of things that I saw as true at the time, which absolutely weren't. Mm -hmm. Um, and journeying through being told when I would show up as playful or dreamy or whatever and being told that that's not that's not right that's not the way what you're doing is wrong don't be that don't be big too big for your boots don't be this Mm -hmm. you shouldn't do that stop doing Mm -hmm. that all of that stuff Um, I started off actually in um, performance arts and um, Very quickly, my soul said to me, don't do this. This is not you. And and there's been many times throughout my life that I've been absolutely terrified as to why I've listened to it but have done. And then something else has come out of that. And sometimes I've I've ignored that and then I've been on another path. Um, And what I will say is that my journey and undoing, unraveling, mm-hmm. has been around where I've been told I've, you know, been made wrong, and then where I've made myself wrong, and mm-hmm. the impacts of that, um, and it's brought me to a place of going from performing arts to getting into the body, um, using my voice and my body in a way that resonated and felt true to me, which ended up becoming. Um, a lot of work with meditation, movement in the body, um, using self-hypnosis and guidance in mm-hmm. meditation and bringing people back home to themselves. I used to work in mental health mm-hmm. for over a decade and in the community. Yeah. Um, so I worked on acute wards as well as um, rehabilitative wards. Um, and I would always come into connecting with people to bring them back into their hearts when they're in the absolute deepest of struggles. And it moved me into also working in well-being in, um, with professionals, but with couples as a doula and mm-hmm. a hypnobirthing teacher. Amazing. Again, it was the voice, you know, and working yeah. with the breath. And yeah. very intimately, again, um, bringing people back into their own inner nourishment and trusting what was coming into their bodies and telling them as opposed to where and what was happening with the mind. Mm. Um, and that eventually <laughs> brought me to coaching. And so from the guidance and coaching women and their partners, whether male or female, um, I then became 
more into the coaching realms of really working with um, ways to stay in the body and feel safe in the body. Mm-hmm. I seem to attract um, women in particular that have not felt safe and no wonder that um, mm-hmm. from how I experienced life as a little one, I definitely didn't feel safe. Mm-hmm. And so that journey is mine in my experience in this life and now I'm sharing what I've discovered and learned that's really helped me to find ways to feel safe in what I'm saying, how I move through the world and being really comfortable in my own skin and dropping all of the stuff that's really hurt me and that I've allowed to hurt me at Mm -hmm. times and um, coming to peace with that actually as opposed to trying to live up to this perfect being that should be doing this and should be doing that and it Mm -hmm. should look a particular way and I ought to have done all of these things by now absolute all that bs that absolutely destroys that beautiful essence our soul's true knowing and take us away and can take us away from that and so yeah i coach around connecting with women to get into their bodies their heart and find new ways to shift and move away from what the mind's been saying mm-hmm. and bring them back into their their authority and lead themselves from that juicy beautiful feminine and masculine that's inside that that is is theirs that they know is really true amazing that sounds like almost like a transmission (laughs) the way you speak is so beautiful so beautiful (laughs) and it's interesting that that you talk about um as younger children as as young girls we're told what to do what to say how to dress do this everything and for a long time it's always not so much for me people pleasing but it's always been like trying to like just I don't know, I suppose it is a form of people pleasing, just trying to just keep my parents happy, keep this happy, keep that, do this, do that, do that. And then now slowly I'm kind of moving out away from that. Um, and I just say no to things that I don't want to do. And if I upset people, then that's okay now. <laughs> because I can't keep everyone Wonderful. happy, you know? And Absolutely. It's exhausting, yeah. isn't mm-hmm. it? To even yeah. try and do that every day. Exactly, no, exactly. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. And so... It's amazing. But it can feel yeah. very scary. I just want to bring that in. Yes. Yeah, and this is what I'm moving through now actually, like yeah. kind of upsetting oh. yeah, upsetting people, upsetting my parents, upsetting my family. And I'm like, oh, it's it's a phase. It will be done in six months. Everyone will have forgotten about it and it'll be fine. It's just yeah, especially for me as an older daughter, I'm the eldest. So everything right. is new, not just for me, but for my parents, no. So when I say I don't yes. want to do something, or if I do want to do something, it's like the end of the world almost <laughs> for yeah, them no absolutely. oh but I love that you, t- that you touched on that yeah sure and, and, and just adding to that I yeah. can feel you know that that it brings in that premise and reminds me of community and lineage mm. in terms of gosh if I say this or if I do this and yeah. go against wishes am I going to be left behind are they going to oust yeah. me am I going to be surviving in that mode of surviving on my own without any mm-hmm. connection to them anymore yeah i mean it's so like in our bodies isn't it in our bones of that that old way that if that was to happen you know that is could be the end of life in a sense that's yeah. so strongly i feel in my own body and um i think the most important thing in that is navigating through with um wanting to stay connected not Mm. only to ourselves but 
but to the to the bigger picture that is um, built foundationally in our own trust and love, mm-hmm. and and learning to um, stay in that loving place and speak from it. Yeah. Because I think there's such a difference from dropping into that and trusting that and staying in that and it's not easy for me this is my life's challenge i really mm-hmm. feel it every time i'm in something you know yeah um but if there's a way to speak from that solid place that we can build in ourselves with that sort of it's almost like giving it up mm-hmm. and also trusting that the bigger picture is in hand it's taken care of yeah. And it's not to bypass responsibility at all, it's to stay true to that trust. And that's speaking in that from that voice where it's owned and it's not from um, trying to control or wanting something to be different in ourselves or somebody else. There's something about that mm-hmm. that's felt from another human being. I'm sure you know what I, when you feel that, mm-hmm. you know what it feels yeah. like, don't you? It's like sure. it's, it lands. Yeah. And then there seems to be a way, it kind of creates a bridge, and I really feel that bridges that trust and that love in ourselves first, and actually speaking from it, and that powerful grounding in it, mm-hmm. I feel is that bridge that, that really can transform a situation, a conversation. Without us having to do anything, it's because it feels true, and it's simple, yeah. and it's it has a clarity to it. Um, but I think what can happen in my being, and this is where I, I support with women in this way is when it's from the mind and that tra- that trying to do stuff, mm-hmm. speaking from there, it seems to very often I've seen it in myself and I see it in other women. And it is like in birth, it's incredible. Yeah. When we come out of our power and it's in the fear, our voices change, mm-hmm. our body changes, there's panic, impatience, yeah. frustration, all of the things that can be really, really challenging to almost claw back down from to be heard mm-hmm. and then the power's lost the connection's lost it goes into fight or flight in the nervous system and defense we yeah. we, we don't connect I and mean, we're not understood and that's one of the big challenges i see so many times in connection when that's that disconnect happens in ourselves and there's mm-hmm. more of a fight to be understood and heard and it, it doesn't happen yeah. and it feels so counterintuitive doesn't it and yet that's the most important profound thing that gifts us what what we desire mm-hmm. and long to create with another i don't know how that um if you resonate with yeah. that at all no i've it's interesting that, that you touch on that it's never been I don't know how to describe it. It's never necessarily been something that I've thought about as such. Um, but I think for me now, as I as I get older, and for me it's becoming more and more apparent that I need to, as you were saying earlier, let go of all of these certain beliefs and whatever, and connect more deeply with, I don't know how to describe it, Again, it's still like it's a journey that I'm going on, but connecting more deeply to, I suppose, my my own authority and my sovereign. My what's the word of it? So, sovereign. Yeah, my sovereign. Yeah, you can say it. sovereignty. Yeah. That's the word, <laughs> um, which is which is important. And I think for me as well, as I'm getting older, I'm wanting to get more deeper into this because 
not saying that I want children right now, but in a couple of years or three years or four years or something. And for me, I really want to work through so much stuff that's for me within myself that I not I don't see as problems, but that are kind of like unsolved, unresolved. I want to move through that first before I can I can have children. No, because I think a lot of the times parents or people we have children and we're still we're we're not children, but like we still have so many unresolved issues from our childhood now and I'm like, oh. Yeah, no, so. where we are in a sense, aren't we, children and adult yeah. bodies? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, completely. And I, I, that's, it's wonderful and I really celebrate that you, 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 you trust that and that's what yeah. you're, you're willing, you're willing mm. to go into that. Yeah. And to, people talk these days a lot about integration mm. and, um, I just wanted to sort of yeah. break down a little bit about what you're actually saying in that because mm -hmm. I think it's just so, so important. I know for me, I was terrified of becoming a mum because <laughs> yeah. um, I knew that what had gone on in my childhood was because of struggle. Mm. My parents were struggling, really greatly struggling. Yeah. My mum had postnatal depression. Mm. And so as a little child watching my mum in psychotic episodes, alcohol, yeah. alcoholism, violence, verbal abuse towards me, I mean, I really would feel myself almost come out of my body. Mm -hmm. um, and so I was told as years went by, before going to drama college, you know, have lots of men friends, don't settle down, don't have children, there's more to life than that. Yeah. And so my, my natural yearnings were to do that, and yet I fought it the whole time. Mm -hmm. um, but it wasn't until later in my life where I miscarried mm -hmm. and um, really went into a very deep state of grief, like very deep state of grief. Yeah. I didn't know I was grieving at the time, but I couldn't make sense of anything. It was like the whole world just dropped from beneath me. Mm -hmm. and. Um, I went into it, it felt like a state of paralysis actually, yeah. mentally, physically, I didn't leave my bed mm -hmm. and it was really hard because I was a doula yeah. and so I was in this confrontation and um, so what you're saying, it, that's where, that was the moment when I realised this is, this is now so clear that I, I must, I'm going to choose to face where I am what's happening mm -hmm. and instead of completely abandoning myself because that's all I knew yeah. I started to really look at okay this is what's happening for me I don't know how to do things I don't know what's happening I know I need some help and I realized that I'm actually really 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 hard on myself mm. and there's gonna there's got to be other ways to do things yeah. And so some of that language started to speak to me and um, the reason why I know now so clearly not only is it a passion mm -hmm. to help other women move through that in a much more gentle and loving way, not necessarily in my experience but you know there are so many different elements of life that can bring us to this a crossroads in a sense, yeah. can't it, where you think, mm -hmm. crikey, this is now you know, it's clear that I've, I've got to really see what's going on. Yeah. Um, and, and just starting where we are and 
finding our own attentiveness and for me it's a lot around attentiveness that can help to just see what's what's going on a little bit mm -hmm. and then find find ways that can support um, simple ways and, and it can be the simplest of things like watching what language we're using yeah. even if we're saying stuff out loud to other people you know if it's at a point where how we behave or what we say is really impacting others and then we realize and then it impacts us as well that mm -hmm. we can we can actually stop doing those kind of things yeah um, and so for me that's really important and as you say in parenting going back to that having that one very clear ability to 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 be with that and to learn how to do that to me that's one of the biggest gifts we can give yeah. ourselves and as you say you're talking about that anyway mm -hmm. and then how then you speak and connect with your little miracle and how they then learn to feel much more secure mm -hmm. and what I call embodied in themselves yeah. in, in that environment that does feel nourishing where two people, parents, caregivers are present and attentive and don't make things wrong in the way that we were maybe mm. shown. And it's not to say any of it was wrong in the first place, but we definitely know that it's come from our own caregivers' struggles, our yeah. own parents' yeah. struggles, and that there is a new, we can choose a new way to navigate. We're not set as human beings, and I think that's such an important thing to bring in, that there, you know, when we think something's impossible, we can actually change what our mind keeps telling us mm -hmm. to I am possible, it is yeah. possible and it can be from the simplest things of stopping and creating what I like to call our own um, containing space around us and um, learning to hold big emotions mm -hmm. and not immediately reacting and speaking from that reactive space when there's a lot mm -hmm. of energy moving. Um, energy in motion is an emotion and so there can be very um, clear ways that, like riding a bike, we just practice and, and have a go at and learn to do. So for instance, say somebody was talking and you kind of feel a really big whoosh of energy, I like to call it mm -hmm. a fire rises. Yeah. And over the years, you know, I'm the first to kind of defend back because my reality as a child was I will eventually shout back because I've been shouted at or told mm -hmm. so many things and it's like my body can't tolerate it doesn't yeah. know how to tolerate because it's been so full up taking all of that stuff in um, so there's something really important around um, what we call boundaries mm -hmm. that can really help with that and so as you were saying what you were saying in parenting, one of the most incredible things as a, as a human for me in my experience that I'm, I've learned and I'm still cultivating and strengthening all the time is to recognize when I have a lot of energy come in, in response to something mm -hmm. and finding ways to, one, contain that energy, yeah. which could mean I just button, button up. <laughs> my parents used to say, button in it, which is actually not, <laughs> not very nice, yeah. but in those moments I stop myself and say, not right now, mm. 
I will go away and I'll actually say, I'm just timing out, I'll be yeah. back. And then I'll actually text, if it's my partner, I'll text them and say, I need an hour, could mm -hmm. be longer. And I don't make any, you know, I don't give any explanation for what's happening. I take myself off. You know, and that's something that's learned that we can do, but it, it helps build our sovereignty, mm. our what we call autonomy, yeah. to stay with what's true to us. And then we can go away and calm, calm our body, calm our nervous system, and then gently speak or listen into what's happened that just then, what am I feeling? Yeah. And then attending to the feelings. When we're in any kind of communication where there feels like a challenge or a conflict, when that energy rushes in, it's absolutely, it's not, it's not um, possible to speak and communicate. We're not relating yeah. in those moments. It becomes about a battle, a defense. One is either, you know, you're this, you're that. Mm -hmm. No, I'm right, you're wrong. Yeah. It's just, there isn't any space to do anything. And so this is actually one of the key first places to come to that we, from it, really can learn to understand who we are, what's happening, what old, what I call neural networks, what old electricity pathways are mm -hmm. firing off where it feels out of control. Um, and once we can get to learn and get used to and befriend some of that, it's much easier to bring a lot more um, loving, tenderness, compassion, awareness mm -hmm. to what, what we do as people that have you know, come from this particular construction that was built over time from being yeah. a little bubba right through to say 10 years old. And we can start to sift through and go, well, that's not true. That's not me anymore. That's from that. Mm -hmm. That belongs over there. And okay, now who am I? And what do I want to do different? And it just creates a lot of spaciousness. Mm -hmm where the, those old wounds don't burst open the whole time. Um, yeah, it's powerful and it's, it's a courageous journey and anyone who chooses to come into this and looks for support in that, I, I really honor, respect and um, yeah, it's, it's powerful work to do. Yeah, no, amazing. Before we talk about the nervous system, and breath work yes. and all of that. I wanted to just go quickly back to grieving and grief. And sure. just because I, when when you talked about your miscarriage, uh, it reminded me of what happened to me last year. It wasn't a miscarriage, but, <laughs> but basically I had to put down my kitten and I, I didn't realize I was grieving um, until maybe a few months ago when I looked through my photo roll of all my photos on my phone and there was a ginormous gap between when I in April last year when I put him down until August so like the whole of spring the whole of summer I didn't take any photos and for me I take photos of everything everything I see every single day I take photos 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 and yeah a few months ago I, I looked at my photo roll I was doing something for Instagram I was making a reel or something I can't remember now but then I was like oh my god like I was yeah. I was in that that grieving stage for all that that whole time and I didn't even realize and 
now I'm, you know, now I'm still like, am I still grieving? It's, it's, it's a weird topic. We don't talk about it. Everyone is scared of grieving and death and things like this. No, so that's normal for me not to really know how to react to it. But what some advice do you think, or yeah, some guidance or something for people that are grieving or in this kind of tricky situation that are kind of at a loss of what to do? Sort of 
jumbled up sense of it. Um, and I think it's really important that, again, as we spoke earlier, if somebody was to come up to me, for instance, I, I actually, um, my hubby and I also had to put a cat to sleep a few mm -hmm. years back. And um, I was certainly not ready for that. Yeah. And, um, you know, the amount of times somebody might say, or, um, well, you must remember them now. They're in a they're a, they're in a peaceful place now, and they're out of pain, and so that's surely a good thing. Mm. And just remember them for what they what they've given you. And it's like, oh yes. And then I will just go quiet and not say mm. anything else and say thanks for mm -hmm. your care. But you know, the the feeling inside is, oh, it's not okay to to actually talk about grief and say that I'm really mm. missing them. And I don't know. It's a very um, it feels a, a, a constricted place to be in, like there mm -hmm. isn't any room to breathe, you know, and mm -hmm. just say, well, but yeah, I'm missing them today. I miss all of the wonderful play and incredible character that this, this beautiful, dear beloved cat of mine, my pet, was. Yeah. Um, so I think that if there's a two-way thing in this, and... So the permission on both sides, I think it's so important that we, the person that's grieving, finds a way to feel okay and what's happening in the body, mm -hmm. finds, finds people, we can find people that will resonate and know what we're talking about. Yeah. And it's not to push other people away and make them wrong. It's to simply choose and to go to a tribe, if you like, mm -hmm. uh, a group that actually really resonates because they have experienced it and are, are able to listen from that perspective of where we might be as. Yeah. And it may well be that we're absolutely freaking raging, that it feels unfair, that it's not just. And we can rightly so express, I'm so angry at what's happened mm -hmm. and, and that be okay. Yeah. And I think when there's that acceptance and, and the right environment to, to speak about that, it can become easier on ourselves to then choose, because mm -hmm. I think choice is at the absolute heart of everything. We always get to choose what's right for us, what feels true, yeah. what we desire, what we want to move towards, and what we decide to not spend time around or... or not spend as much time with a particular person for a particular, mm. yeah. you know, experience together. And so then I feel that it's, then things don't come out through that, that what feels like, oh, I shouldn't have said that place. Mm. Oh, I wish I hadn't have, you know, done this or that. Where we can then feel guilty or ashamed. And let's face it, you know, I think as humans, the more we can create experiences, environments that support and nurture where we're not feeling shame and not feeling guilty, the better. And I think that's where we can then create, as Brene Brown talks about so beautifully, vulnerability can actually be, ex we can express vulnerably from a vulnerable place mm -hmm. when we are much more, um, aligned where we feel we're much more in in our bodies that's more um of ease and of this 
you know, this awareness and looking after ourselves in a loving way. Mm -hmm. um, and so when somebody does say something like, oh, how are, you, how are you doing today? Sometimes it can be really good for people to, you know, just really state very directly with that bigger picture mm -hmm. in mind, you know, what the, 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 the loving outcome they would, it might look like for them, what they would love. You know, and just say, you know, I'd really like it if you would just um, say, come and do something and you don't need to ask me when I see you yeah. how I'm doing. You know, like getting used to creating direct, simple language from what we were talking about mm -hmm. right at the beginning, that connected just, just from a loving, clear place. Um, and it's not personal, you know, yeah. it's something, it's from what we, what we want to create in ourselves, but there isn't sort of like a, a personal making them wrong, a blame. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that's so important. It, it's self-directed. Yeah. We're directing ourselves and then we're speaking directly. And then there isn't room for blame. And I think that's actually at the key, the heart of it. And then there isn't judgment. Mm -hmm. Those two, judgment and blame, whether it's inside towards ourselves or outwards to others, creates all of the conflicts that we get to know and familiarize with. Um, so that's really key. It's being, it's finding a way that feels true and comfortable enough to speak what we what we want, what we desire, especially when we're grieving. It might be that we have to write it down, you know, and 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 practice it a little bit. Practice it in a, like a, a grieving support group. So that when we go to those that are maybe closer to us, that we find it's harder to say what we want yeah. because of where we're at, then we've had that practice run. And then go to family or friends and say, I really would like this. And what that does is it makes things clearer. People then know where they are and where they're at. And we're actually teaching the other how to love us as well as ourselves. Mm -hmm. So it's an incredible ripple effect out. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it boils down, we're going back to, again, that acceptance, just finding a way to accept where we're at and then see what we want to create or what's important that we, we ask for, for that to happen. We can't know the outcome, but, you know, actually asking for what we need and um, what that looks like is a surefire way to really help that process. <laughs> Um, but there can also be in grief phases where there may may have been a time of uh, denial or um, anger yeah. or then dropping into um, overwhelm or powerlessness mm -hmm. and then eventually you know there is apparently a stage where it can become more into okay I'm starting to realize that this is where reality is and maybe it's time to look at doing some different things or doing things differently but still including that person that could be a choice or not yeah. but also we can slip we can there's no slipping or going back or there's just another layer and so it can feel like we're, we're moving back over you mm -hmm. know it, it ties into that that mindset again which yeah. feels quite masculine in a way yes. through yeah. society school everything where oh two steps forward two steps back but I would really like to eradicate that in our mm -hmm. language, to be honest. And it's about I'm here, and there's a new, there's a new um, layer of something. 
and it's not about progression, you know. Mm -hmm. It's it's simply okay. I'm I'm noticing that you know I'm feeling a lot more anger about this. Yeah. And there may be that that could happen again, you know. And I think that can be a really powerful way to move through what grief might look like as an individual. Mm. Um, knowing it's not set and it doesn't look a certain way for anyone yeah. and that that can happen and that we may feel very low again and that can feel frightening but it doesn't it, it doesn't mean we actually stay there mm -hmm. and it's it's it can be quite hard to remember that in grief actually that nothing is permanent I mean death you know there is the, the biggest <laughs> um, life experience yeah. nothing is permanent everything is changing and um, there's things do move but if we try and move them before they're ready then that's where the stuckness happens yeah. it's incredible isn't it mm -hmm. it's ironic and just like in birth you know if you try to move a birth along and induce a woman mm -hmm. you know there can be quite often more complications and baby takes okay. longer to come and so it's so clear that when we, when we feel and want and try to change something just as it is, I'm making a bit of a general statement. Yeah, no, no, it's okay. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, um, then if we try and change things, then, you know, that, that's, where, that's where the suffering starts and begins. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, clearing the way, clearing the way from that, that very centered place within us is such a wonderful gift to, to bring to ourselves. And clearing the way starts with choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you for that. So, oh, almost emotional. <laughs> Just because it's very validating, now what, what you're saying to do with denial and anger for a long time. When I, yeah. it's only, I know it's, I don't want to say it's only a kitten, but for a long time I knew he was sick. He had complications from birth and I kept trying to force it, no, trying to force him to be well. <laughs> And it's just, it, it was never going to happen. He, he had, he was sick from birth and that was it. And then for a long time, I felt anger from the vets, from the breeder, which is a completely different story. And I don't think I'll ever buy from a breeder again. That was my, that was my fault. But yeah, it was like a whole range of emotions that I've never felt before. Because I've never really lost anyone before, to be honest. And yeah, so now, now that I have a new kitten and he's my absolute life because of everything that happened with the first one i'm very controlling over the second one <laughs> to do with what he eats what he does where he, like it's very intense and so now me being here in madeira actually has made has forced me to let go of my cat and let my sister and my my mom and my dad look after him no and that's been I've, I've realised I don't have to be there. <laughs> He'll survive. <laughs> yeah, I talk about him like a child, no, but but yeah, it's for right now he is, basically. <laughs> but but yeah, it's very validating what you were saying, no. I've gone through all of that. Um, but yeah, yeah, come out the other side. <laughs> yeah, and that's incredible, isn't it? Yeah. What, what you've seen and what that's gifted you and, mm -hmm. and how you yeah. Choosing to to be with this new little one. Yes. Yeah. 
No, exactly. Um, so yes, um, how are you for time? Are you are you able to go over the hour or? Absolutely fine. Fab, perfect, yeah, good, amazing. So yeah, so let's talk about the um, the nervous system and breath work. You mentioned um, in our yes. previous messages that you are doing your certification in soma breath work. Yes. No, yeah, tell yeah, me about that. I am. So um, with everything that we've spoke about, yeah. <laughs> um, for me, the nervous system mm -hmm. is uh, absolute jewel of the body. Yeah. Actually, I really feel that more and more. Um, along with the heart and um, breath work to me because of what I've been doing over the years um, just felt it felt the right time to really dive into that so mm -hmm. yeah it's a master certification I'm sort of going through different levels so that I can oh, I'm already teaching classes here in Madeira which yeah. I'm building community for that um, which is really exciting and it's a whole new venture for me to, mm -hmm. to really actually stand and express and and go full in like really full in yeah. immersing myself and learning lots of new um, ways to use breath work um, with incorporating music which I find is very um, emotive you know it really mm. brings the body alive as well as creates um, what we call heart coherence so that we have rhythmic music which helps the heart and create harmony and brings our nervous system into different states that are supporting us and nourishes our body and our mind our psyche yeah in a really powerful way actually um so yeah this is um all been happening in the last um six months <clears throat> and um i'm looking forward to completing that and bringing in more breath therapy as I work mm. with clients. For yeah, I work. I mean, as I said, who I work with 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 women, you know, I, I can't not not work with the body and the breath yeah, alongside what's happening in their life experiences. For me, they're they're so interwoven, so mm -hmm. beautifully, um, and I've always felt that since I was little. Actually, it's really intriguing. Mm. <laughs> so mm -hmm. kind of just had that inner inner intuitive knowing that none of these parts of our bodies are separate everything is like almost like a, a symphony playing you know and all of the different parts play and create the symphony of who we are mm -hmm. um, and they, they all they all have a part to play and talk to each other in that rhythm the rhythm in ourselves and the rhythm of life in mm -hmm. and around us so so yeah the breath work is is um is happening regularly here in the island and we're my husband and I and quite a few other um, people who are living here long term now in Madeira are creating community yeah. to flourish, to, to you know, really bring um, nomadic spaces together um, so that people know when they come to the island that they, they don't need to feel alone, yeah. that even if they travel to other countries they have this wonderful community hub where they can belong and connect and then if they're coming back a few months later, they've kept that connection going. And I felt that um, that's a really important part of nomadic working. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it can feel really isolative. So, you know, creating that connection. Mm -hmm. For me, it's through breath that can, when, when people breathe together, there's something really powerful and primal mm -hmm. that I really feel in my, my soul that just says, oh, yes, this is what 
this is what I need, this is what I'm alive for, mm -hmm. um, it's really potent stuff. Um, and it is, it's all about the nervous system. Um, when we think about our, just our daily life, moving mm -hmm. around, you know, quite a lot of time we're not even aware of how we're breathing at all, whether, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and sometimes it can feel like we've had a busy day, our, our shoulders are tight and we're just like, ah, running yes. around. Yeah, yeah. Of course the breath's going to be up high in the chest, it's often very shallow yeah. and it's quite fast. And so that actually keeps our nervous system in what we call fight or flight, mm -hmm. which people seem to be hearing more and more as buzzwords, which is yeah. great. So when we know that's happening and we're breathing very fast and shallow, we can choose to take some moments and, and change it, which is great because then that impacts how we look at life, how we relate to people. And when we can come down more into much more rhythmic, slower breathing for a little while, mm. we reset our system. And there are certain ways that we can use our breath and hold our breath which we call hypoxia, mm -hmm. which helps us to create resilience in our in our mind, in our body together. It actually ripples right down into the, the, our cells, our very cells, mm -hmm. and creates resilience, regeneration there as well. Mm -hmm. So we then move away from our adrenaline-based living mm -hmm. and become much more in our state of nourishment and uh, what we call, there's the, there's the the sympathetic nervous system mm -hmm. and the parasympathetic yeah. nervous system. So with adrenaline, you know, all of that fight or flight happening, that, that is our sympathetic nervous mm -hmm. system, you know, wanting to either move away from something that's stressful or confront it, all of that. Yeah. But we want to be in that wonderful parasympathetic nervous system where we're soothing. And again, it goes back to that element, <clears throat> that attentiveness being with ourselves to soothe and to mm -hmm. bring ourselves back inwards. It's just another another aspect of it, which is very um, electrical. <laughs> you know, we have our own electrical yeah. circuits in our body. But that impacts our, our hormones, which um, relates to our sleep, our digestion. Mm. Um, and obviously those things, when they're, when they're not in flow and not optimally working, when we don't get enough sleep or we're not eating, you know, getting the best absorption from our food, yeah. then other aspects of our body, our organs, aren't working as efficiently either or optimally. And over a long period of time, that's when we start to get into the realms of imbalance, the realms of long-term chronic illnesses. Mm -hmm. That's how they actually do manifest. And it all comes down to how we breathe. It's really at the function the yeah. functionality of who we are, actually. So um, breath for me is, is fantastic, and we can do it anywhere, mm -hmm. anytime. You know, if we choose, yeah. if we create five or 10 minutes, and we can actually, you know, do some very simple breathing in less than five minutes that will change our nervous system state. Mm -hmm. um, so you don't have to go into the gym, you don't have to change your yes. clothes, there's yeah. nothing to do apart from just find somewhere quiet, sit, and, and, you know, when you learn some of the simple ways to breathe, then you're in charge of your body that quickly. Mm -hmm. It's that accessible. I mean, and if you'd like, we could, we could do a, a very short, very simple um, breathing technique. Yes, yeah, yeah. Your audience can take away and Definitely. start playing with. And the, the simplest thing to <clears throat> connect with is 
So we've had a very busy day. I think the, the most, the best breath to do for this is what we can call, um, I like to call it the hot chocolate breathing. <laughs> You're creating breathing ready for bed. I'm an absolute yeah. chocolate fan, so that's what I have to say. And so we want to slow everything down. Um, I highly recommend, wherever possible, before bed, making sure a room feels as dark as possible. Mm. That really helps our circadian rhythms, where we have natural light, when we should have natural light yeah. as best as we can and darkness when our bodies know it ought to be dark as mm -hmm. best as we can. And then definitely no, no, none of the blue light from our mobile phones, like at least ideally for optimal sleep, at least an hour mm -hmm. before bed, yeah. not having any kind of tech on. And so our breath is very simple. We breathe in through the nose and we'll breathe in through the nose as much as is possible for everyone. If anyone has any sinus problems, anything like that, just gently sort of try it out and get familiar with it as much as possible. And then we breathe out through the mouth. And the reason why we use nasal breathing in um, very regularly is because it helps it helps our sinuses long term. Mm. And we also have a wonderful um, product through nasal breathing called nitric oxide. Mm. which okay. supports our immune system. Yeah. So keeping that short and sweet, we breathe in for four and then breathing out for around six to eight. So we're, we're aiming to, to travel it to double the number of the inhale. Mm -hmm. And it, it might feel at first a little bit, you know, unfamiliar or a little bit challenging. And that is absolutely normal. And so we could, we could do it now. Yeah. So Let's right. breathe in for four. So, just letting the jaw relax. I like to always bring a little bit of a smile to my heart that I'm taking this time for myself. Just breathing in, two, three, four. Out, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, if you can. Breathing in, two, three, four. Out, two, three, four, five, six. Breathing in, two, three, four, out, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Just breathing in, two, three, four, out, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. One more. Breathing in, two, three, four, out, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. doing that when we're actually doing that I often bring in very simple very simple mantras mm. um, I think it's so important you know and if I'm having a tough day and I may have you know not remembered certain things that are, that help me support me in whatever way yeah. I will remind myself because I think some of the most important things that um, link into our inner language where you know we can say oh i haven't done this right i'm useless at that i'm you know there's no point in doing that and all of that stuff it's so important to bring in our own medicine to counteract that mm. and again it's all about not making any of that wrong just noticing it and going okay what do i want to do then 
how can I fill up my cup, my heart cup with some goodness? Yeah. And so I'll do that breathing in for four and then the out breath. So I'll breathe in and say, I am loved. You know, feed my own worthiness, feed my own deservedness that I do deserve love. And on the out breath, I am lovable. Mm -hmm. You know, just something really simple yeah. like that. And it sounds like, oh, it's a bit, it's a bit whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But actually, it's potent. It's super potent. I won't use any swear words. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can. It's fine if you want to. I don't care. <laughs> oh, no. Amazing. It really, it really is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Something to just go away with and to remember. And I think for, for any woman that may be struggling, man or woman struggling mm -hmm. with their own level of worthiness or yeah. deserving, then just remembering to do something as simple as that, like that. And when somebody around them speaks and they know it's not true about them, whatever mm. is being said, is to choose and to remember that we can filter that and we can not yeah. take it into our hearts, not take it personally. If it's not true, it's not you. <laughs> and be okay with that. Hey, beautiful. <laughs> I've got the church in the background. <laughs> Oh, Can you hear it? it? <laughs> yes, just just so right, right by it. <coughs> and bells. Yes, amazing. Oh, lovely. I, to be honest, breathwork is is not something I do enough of. It's so stupid. I need to do more of it. And oftentimes, I I, I think I I messaged you about it when when you said you wanted to talk about breathwork and yes and and stuff like this and the nervous system. I was like, amazing. Like because for the first time ever, actually, I've been moving through a lot of anxiety, like debilitating anxiety, where I'm right. on the verge of having a panic attack and I don't know what the hell my body's doing and my heart's like out of rhythm and everything. And it's talking about self-love. I think breathwork yes. for me would be a form of self-love, just giving yourself that time to just, just calm down. Like it's everything that is happening around me is not it's not the end of the world, like, it's just a phase, it's a moment, it will pass, it's fine, it's okay, like, uh, people have it worse than me, you know, um, and yeah, so I'm trying to incorporate more breath work in, into, into my daily life, I think, even yesterday I did some breath work, um, oh, last God. night, actually, me, my boyfriend and his family, we were, we were, actually, I was doing breath work as a, as more for safety, actually, I felt like I just needed to uh, to breathe out whatever we were talking about. We were talking about witches. We were talking. <laughs> we were talking about kind of superstitions and things that have happened to his family in the past and everything. And it was very, 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 very heavy energy. And yeah, and so for for me, I pick up on so much. I just felt like something was pulling me down. So I was like, I just need to breathe this out, move this through, like, do some Reiki, something like that. And I yeah. felt much better after. And yeah, I'm trying to be more conscious That's with great. my breath. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm hearing, tell me if I'm wrong, yeah. if I've got it wrong, but I'm hearing about that protectiveness around yes. your own boundary of what was being yeah. said as well. Yeah. And it's a great point um, with, with, with what you shared earlier as well. Um, people don't often realize that also through any kind of life change, mm -hmm. it could be changing your job, it could be, um, which people don't think about as much as say moving house or moving country mm -hmm. um, or breaking up with somebody, 
picking up from a friendship, there's so many different aspects where a door closes in a sense, yeah. but it is a death of some kind, mm -hmm. and it goes back to grief. But also in grieving, um, there can be a lot of anxiety, and people yeah. don't often relate. Anxiety is very intertwined with grief. Mm. Um, they're kind of intriguingly part um, two sides of the same coin in a, in a sense. Um, and so it's wonderful that you're using the breath, and the breath will absolutely um, create a buoyancy mm. and that protective space at the same time, yeah. where you can you can really nourish, recover, come back to your center. Um, so that's great. It's really really helpful information for for anyone listening around that. Um, that the breath is fantastic to support and allow the body time to reset, to, to restore, and to drop, to drop away all of that noise, mm -hmm. absolutely. And that, when feelings arise, I would just like to bring this in, yeah. if feelings, big feelings, are what can feel like a big energy move through the body, through breathing, um, and it's interesting, when there are big emotions, a lot of people I speak to, including myself, I hold my breath, and I've heard other people talk about it. Mm. And it can often be a fear of the amount of energy that we yeah. can have in our bodies and our feelings. And through doing breath work, it trains us to realize and to allow feelings mm. to come through mm -hmm. and know that they move. But actually, we can, we have the capacity to breathe and hold them, and actually, the breath is the vehicle for them to to move through in their own time, but that essentially we have the ability to, to be with them and breathing helps us be with them. Yeah. Um, and that's the beauty and it is a, a powerful gift as a human to, to trust that, that we can be with anything. And um, yeah, I just wanted to bring that because it's such yeah, a, thank you. a great, um, segue into that. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Ooh, so a lot. Of <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's all take a deep breath. I know. It's not stirring. Yeah. Let's just bring a breath in. Yeah, no. And let's breathe it out. <sighs> Sounding the breath. <sighs> so amazing. Brings in such a lot of lovely oxytocin. Mm -hmm. Just letting ourselves sound out. Yeah. Amazing. One of um, one of the questions that I didn't get to ask you earlier because we went super deep really quickly <laughs> was to do with um, was to do with Madeira. Why why did you choose or how did you end up in Madeira? It's an amazing place. I love it so much. But but why did you choose it? Uh, um, the main things were um, wanted to be somewhere where there was uh, a lot of lights, yeah. a lot of nourishment from mm. the land itself it's such a beautiful place isn't yeah. it and all the elements the mountains mm -hmm. the ocean yeah. the green of the trees eucalyptus oh my gosh and the yes. flowers you know the eternal spring that it offers yeah. gifts um yeah. but also oh, hold on that, um, oh. hello hold on <laughs> yeah hello ah. Hi. Okay. Uh, later i'll eat oh, later yeah. yeah okay Sorry, uh, you need to shut the wind, yeah? Okay, I'll shut. Cool, yeah? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> 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 
I told you. I told you he'd come in. See, he wanted. He asked me if I was hungry. Oh, that's funny. I told you. I told you he'd come in, didn't I? <laughs> Oh no, so what were you saying to do with Madeira? It's that, it's that lovely Madeira and hospitality. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> earlier, really earlier is. he was screaming for me to come down and eat empanadas, now he wants me to eat chicken. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so it's much about love. delicious food, isn't it, in connection. Yeah. I love that about, about, about Madeira, yeah. it's so clear. Yes, <laughs> it's exactly. Lovely. And how long have you been in Madeira? Um, it's coming up nearly five months. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so before all of the incredible COVID era, yeah, we yeah. were in Bali and exploring nomadic life mm. in Bali. And the intention was we would hopefully get back there, but obviously things didn't quite yeah. go that way. So we had a little bit of time back in the UK and realised how important con building community, um, but feeling warmth and, and mm. light was a very high value for us. Lots of light. Yeah. Sunlight. <laughs> and uh, and so Lisbon called us mm. and we wanted to make sure we, we could create our residency yeah. before things happened with the UK and mm. all of the Brexit story. Yeah. And then we realised when we were in Lisbon actually we'd like more nature. So mm -hmm. Madeira it was. Yes. And, uh, yeah. Building building community here now feels like it feels the right place to do that. It feels like it's newly emerging, actually, yeah. um, which is great. And we would love mm -hmm. for more nomads to come and experience that, alongside integrating more with our beautiful local Madeiran community, which mm -hmm. we're, we're in the process of making sure that's part of that. So we're getting more local Madeirans coming to the workspaces in, in Madeira, which feels great, yeah. you know, and learning Portuguese that way. Mm -hmm. and making that an absolute normal, you know, mm -hmm. where we can just integrate together, create experiences together, honouring the customs and everything and the lineage of, of our beautiful Madeiran people yeah. that wel welcomed us here so so graciously. Mm -hmm. It feels a great way to move to move in life together, yeah. Amazing. Um... Before we finish, is there any other kind of words of wisdom or anything else that you wanted to talk about that we haven't really had the opportunity to to yet? Oh gosh. Um, I'm just tuning into mm -hmm. um, there's so much around feminine wisdom that yeah. I think can you know, get get um, gets the wrong word. There's a lot around feminine wisdom that can be forgotten mm -hmm. in daily life, and um, I think some of the most beautiful um, gifts we can give ourselves in um, in just moving around one lifetime is giving ourselves permission to to drop. And it does link into the nervous system. Mm. And giving ourselves to drop, which I hear all the time, I don't have time for that. I'd love to come and do that. I'd love to come and join your women's circle. I'd love, yeah. you to, I'd love to come. But I can't make the time because I've got so much in my mind I need to do and sort out. Um, and yes, there is always lots to do. And if there is a way that we can just bring ourselves to 
permission mm. and to allow it and to drop yeah. and just be with ourselves as women. Our intuition and that trust builds within us that actually gifts us just different ways, new ways can come in and flow in through our intuition that are actually magically um, creating then mm -hmm. more opportunities. We see more opportunities to enjoy things um, because there's an, there's an aliveness that can happen through that time to drop. And so, I mean, I, I love to... Um, remind myself daily, time and time again, move towards the things that that enliven me, where mm -hmm. I feel alive. And and sometimes that means taking some time out and actually being really still or going out in for a walk and reconnecting yeah. through nature for me. It, it connects me back to my my creativity and my play. Mm -hmm. And when I'm in creativity and play I am a whole different kettle of beautiful <laughs> fish. <Yeah. laughs> you know, I love more, I have more freeness. And so it's, it's such an important part. And we have so much wisdom in that. Mm -hmm. um, and to trust it and to just go against the grain of our minds mm -hmm. and being choosing that courageously, to go against the grain of our minds, drop into the body, enjoy enjoy that stillness and come out to play to yeah. choose that give permission to that and to enjoy our sensuality because the more pleasure we create in our in our body and our through our senses our body mm -hmm. and allowing then we 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 are we're so much more in our in our joy our power comes through um, because there's less less of what we, we, we know as places of frustration, what we call the shadowy side, mm -hmm. you know, we, we are less resentful. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, being in our goddess energy, even in short moments, creating yeah. that, choosing that for ourselves, that's our power. Let's celebrate that when we do it. Even if it's a small thing, playing some music for a few minutes, mm -hmm. letting our hips move and having yeah. a giggle about something, whatever, yes. whatever it is, or having a wild, a wild tantrum, mm -hmm. just actually giving permission to let that fierce, beautiful warrior come to the forefront, let her soothe us, let her wild us, let mm -hmm. her love on us, because she's in all of us, and uh, she, she is an incredible, magnificent being set her free <laughs> beautiful so um for everyone listening how can we find you i think i followed you on instagram do you have any other accounts for your work or on facebook um, yeah it's also mel howard dobson on facebook mm -hmm. as, as well as ig mel howard dobson and um i have a new facebook group um which um i've only just set up which is linking now into my breath work yeah which I would love um, women to come into. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm just remembering the name because it's brand new last night. Amazing. <laughs> um, I'm doing a talk on intonations on Saturday, mm -hmm. all about breath work, and so it's ready for that. It's called How to Build a Resilient Nervous System, <laughs> which sounds okay. very scientific, no, but actually, it's, you know, it's going to get juicy. Yeah. It's going to get juicy with all of the different challenges there that come up for us 
Um, so I can always <laughs> put a link to you. Yes, yeah, yeah, send it through. And I'll put it all yeah, below. Yeah, sure thing. Amazing. Thank you. So thank you so much. It was amazing sharing space with you. I love listening, especially to women who are older than me. They so much wisdom, so many just, I don't know. <laughs> it's just so nice um, to have that space with you and listen to you and all of your experience and knowledge. No, it's very, very grateful. Very oh, grateful. Thank you. I'm really grateful to be here. And thank you for sharing so vulnerably about yeah. what you've been struggling with and what's coming up for you. I really, um, I'm very, I appreciate and I'm very grateful to be with you to hear about that because you're helping so many by 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 sharing your honesty what's, yeah. what's true what's happening yeah i know that that that's the way to be i think I, i've realized that when i'm much much more open more vulnerable um it comes back tenfold everything just kind of unfolds everything com- becomes much more easier yes. even though in that moment it's very hard yeah. to say this 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 happened you no know? Um, yeah but yeah amazing all right then let's finish there thank you, <laughs> thank you so much my absolute pleasure lots of love wishing you a beautiful day in madeira yeah, enjoy you your too. lunch <laughs> <laughs> thank you.